Welcome to the Double Deuce Podcast, an amazing show that lasts only 22 minutes and is for you, the listener. So soak it up. So here are your two big beer hosts, Will Averill and Nelson. Hey, Will, hit the timer. And we're in. Double Deuce. This is your friendly neighborhood, Double Deuce, coming to you live, live, live from Lawrence, Kansas. Oh, we, Kansas. we recorded it a week ago. One Sorry. week ago, one week ago, one week. Where were you one week ago? Were you still being born? Are you a week <laughs> old? If so, why are you listening to this? Thank you for listening. Tell your mother to did, turn did off. You figure out how to download it yourself. The headphones. This is your mom. I wonder if anyone throws on Double Deuce for their kids to like entertain them when they're babies to help them go to sleep. Or I think turn to learn stuff that could like be that subconscious learning. You were stuff. asking why there was like a sudden like, spike in downloads like yeah, a couple maybe weeks ago. Somebody just took a bunch of them to then like they're gonna like they just had some newborn kids and yeah. they're, they're just gonna play this as they sleep like uh, every night yep. on a loop good until, night babies good until, night everywhere yeah, they won't be able to leave without the sound of our voices and then at a certain point they're gonna have weird brain powers because they listen to double deuce unendingly I, or probably like some difficulty in social situations yeah or both maybe like a little telepathy but also not the social acumen to really take advantage of it easily <laughs> i don't know uh if you are how familiar you are with good night moon the fairly, children's book fairly familiar okay it's been a, i'll give you I'll, I'll admit it's been a while since i did uh our, our some of the plot points are a little former, fuzzy former na- but I do neighbor seem to remember the ending uh and local writer and and web guru uh jeremy tolbert mm-hmm. gave one of the funniest breakdowns of good night moon mm-hmm. that i've ever heard um, unfortunately, is it communist we, propaganda? Is no, it meant, is it meant to make the West lay just, down their arms and be weak so that they can move in for the kill? He was just talking about like the. It was kind of during Cold War, right? Existential yeah. Lovecraftian dread. Again, we're going back okay. to Lovecraft again. We've been on yeah. kind of a Lovecraft kick, yeah. but it just goes back to that the dread of um, that book and like the phrasing and how hopeless. I mean, like Good Night Moon, Good Night. Noises it seems everywhere. Yeah, and then it's a and it's a terrifying night is, ending. Night is coming, whether you want it to or not. Exactly, Every, everything is losing. There its... is a room. There are kittens yeah. with mittens in the room. Doom is in the room. Yeah, the room. I don't remember that part, but like I said, it's been a long time I, since I, read I added it. Doom is in the room. It's that's been a not, while. I don't know. How long. Saskatoon is in the room. I'm gonna drop. I'm gonna drop it. It's been. It's going It's been 30 years since I've read that book. Damn I'm gonna it. throw 30 years. Old little old woman <laughs> whispering mm-hmm. hush. How terrifying is that? Yeah. Imagine being trapped in this room that's just Could in be the a middle of old nowhere. Woman. Could be a... Uh, say kindly. You ever, says, seen, you ever seen Night of the little, Hunter? No. That, uh, I can't remember the name of the dude. He was a real famous critic. I saw The, the Hunger. Day. But it's, uh, it's Had... like, it's, it's got, uh, it's Robert Mitchum. Right. And, uh, basically, these, there's these two kids, and their dad is like, uh, gets messed up, mixed up in a bank robbing thing, and he like hides a bunch of money in one of their teddy bears. And then he goes to prison, and Robert Mitchum is this insane preacher who goes from town to town murdering people. They end up being cellmates, and Robert Mitchum figures out about this. And then, so when he gets out, for some reason, I can't remember, he, they didn't catch him for, like, the murders. They caught him for something little. So he gets out, and he goes over there and does this weird preacher thing. And just, Robert Mitchum just keeps, he's got, like, hate and love tattooed on each knuckle, like, one on each knuckle. 
And he just keeps singing, like, the tenor part of this hymn whenever he goes, and it's this real slow-moving kind of just tense little haunting <laughs> kind of hymn. And uh-huh. he does it as he's looking stuff, like, whenever someone's hiding and he's trying to find him, especially. So these two kids go on the run because they he shows up, becomes their stepdad, murders their mom, like, tries to find, he's trying to find this money. And he goes chasing them, like, through the country. And they end up at this house of this old lady who's fucking Lillian Gish, I believe, who was, oh, like, yeah. a silent film star. Uh-huh. And so there's this amazing, like, uh, moment where it's, like, the night, and they're waiting for help that's going to come in the morning, basically. And the kids are inside, and she's just sitting with her in a rocking chair with a shotgun on the front porch. Like, the house is bathed in light, and there's just these dark cornfields. And you just hear him, like, creeping around, singing, like, the tenor part of this hymn. And so she starts singing, like, the high part. Like, and so they're both, like, singing at each other. It's amazing. <laughs> amazing. <laughs> that's not exactly the plot of Goodnight Moon, but... No. But I think it's... I forgot that's what we were talking about. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it... I think it kind go, of, go check out Night of I the mean, Hunter. yeah... That the, your description Robert of Mitchum that is amazing, sounds yeah. sounds about as creepy as as the end of good of mm-hmm. good night noises everywhere. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, just, it's a little hopeful moment too, because the whole time he just keeps singing this song and and hunting people, and yeah. then finally like there's this bulwark against his evil. Yeah, wow, wow, it's nice. You should you should movie. you should offer to like tell your friends kids that story at mm-hmm. bedtime. <laughs> Uh, I should probably watch it. It's been a little while. Yeah, well, you can do what you got to do. But I feel maybe, like just to hit some of the plot points, they're yeah. going to get lost. I mean, you're a writer. Maybe that's your picture book. Maybe maybe you write the sort a, of picture a book. A child's adaption of Night yeah. of the Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, my first yeah. Night of the Hunter. I feel like it's got a little bit of a Spike Lee ending. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. That they may, not, they may not quite understand. But you know what? Here's the thing. Eventually, they will. It's like in the same way that we don't understand. The older we get, the more estranged we become from Good Night Moon because the more eminently horrifying it is yeah. because we don't know what it means but if it means what we think it means then there is nothing in the universe but a cold, mm. ceaseless, uncaring void yeah. after death and we can't look forward to any sort of reincarnation rebirth or ascension yeah. into any cosmic stratosphere even a breaking down of our molecules into the atmosphere and becoming one with the nature of the universe there is nothing Nothing but silence and a depth of silence that you've never heard. Good night, noises mm-hmm. everywhere. That's a period. lot of things. Yeah, all, yeah, all life. Yeah, it's just like ceaseless void. I hear you. I hear you. I'm serious. It's a freaky fucking book. I feel like they're. I see. I feel like they're still working together. A little. I mean, I feel like I feel like that's Robert Mitchum is that ceaseless void. I feel like Lillian Gish is like she's the morning. She's like she's like trying to get you out of there. Yeah, I see that. So I feel like that's kind of the end. I think like the 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 older kid, like because he knows like the, they figure out the money's in the teddy bear. And when the cops like show up, he's he's all like, "Just take the money to the cops," because he realizes that greed is just an open doorway to endless horrors. And then and then the nice old lady adopts the two kids. I'm pretty sure at the end, and so that they, they have a nice life on the farm. Presumably, she's a very old lady, and we leave when the kids are still fairly young. So hopefully there's not another tragedy in those kids. Hopefully that lady's able to hold on, keep on holding on for a while until they're ready to at least inherit this farm. Seems to be yielding a bunch of corn at least this farm. Those kids should be able to make something uh, out of that farm, right? Even if even if she dies, they got a future. Also, I see, and it's it's like post depression. I think it's like the fifties. So I think they're, I think they're. 
they're not about to go into even rougher farm times. They're not about to dust bowl or anything. Yeah, I think they're about to hit the that fifties boom. Those that would kids. suck if they just got done with a Mitchum problem mm-hmm. and then they then all of a sudden it's like, oh, here's the dust bowl. Yeah, no, that'd be yeah. <laughs> that'd be like gotta, what to what even purpose did we survive that horror? We gotta go get in this in this trailer with the Jodes. Man, this uh, is getting dark. Sports <laughs> corner. Is this about Sunderland, Sunderland fucking up getting into a Champions sucks. League? They still like, they suck. Were, they One, were at the top of whatever that shitty they were, league they're in. They, they were, had a shot. They, they had, had a, a shot. They, they had, had a, a shot. They up. blew the fucking shot. Uh, I saw that. Away the lads. I saw that. Away like, down the toilet. <sighs> I'm so sad. I haven't been able to watch them play a game in years. You can now <laughs> pay to watch them play, but they want something ludicrous but like why? 30 but bucks Why? <laughs> why? Why, if you're not going to put any effort in... Why would they could just get in, them slightly better? Why should I put any effort in? I, I think if they could just get back to Champions League, I'm like, I could... I, they, I see those games sometimes. As a Royals those fan, I can I can, can accept still... mediocrity. Uh-huh. You know, I know well, what or, I know the worse. face of it, or, or worse, <laughs> I can accept being terrible. But what I can't accept, you can you can accept mediocrity as a as a success. As right, Royals right. Fan. Like we like we just <laughs> and, want, wor- this, and worse as a well. At, at this point, we just year. want to break half and half. We just want to break I, even. I just want to get back to the. <laughs> not even. I want to get back to the Premier League, but. Let's get to the Champions League at least for a little bit. Wor- That's right. For those of you back. unfamiliar with with soccer, there's the <sighs> the Premiership, and then there's the Championship, and then there's League One and League Two, uh, roughly equivalent to like ma- major it's leagues, Triple A, Double A, like Premierships, like House of Lords, and like Championships, House of Commons, and then those other things are just whatever motherfuckers yeah. are just living on the streets. Premiership is like is like Gryffindor, and like the the Championship is like Slytherin, and Whoa, like League weird. One is like Hufflepuff, and League Two is like uh i don't know the other i don't know one. i don't know that this is accurate at all i know i think it's incredibly <laughs> accurate i'm not what is, what is the other house? i haven't read any Grimador, of those books hufflepuff Slytherin, the smart and, ones. oh yeah and, I, and yeah. they're the worst you're they're, saying yeah, they're the, they're league two you're like e- evil is second us <laughs> <laughs> now i will say for the record and in case anyone's checking my bias uh-huh. i i was you're like the best thing is good the, the, the sword second had, best thing is evil the, sword the third had, best thing is hey guys let's just hang out and the fourth best thing is smart <laughs> the sorting hat did put me in house slytherin so i may have some i may have some bias but i am a harry potter I'm fan just saying, i don't think I'm, i feel like i've never read any of the books I've watched the movies. I, 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 every test says I'm a Hufflepuff because clearly that's what I want to be, and I'm happy to be it. Because Huff don't don't hassle the Huff man. Hufflepuff's the best. Snacks and friendship. Don't hassle the Huff. <laughs> if that's not the title of this episode, I'm going to be really, really, really upset. Can be. Uh, well, I've been upset a number I'll of times. I'll fucking cape up for Hufflepuff twenty four seven. I feel like I feel like you, one day you're gonna show up in like a Hufflepuff mascot outfit, whatever that is. It's, it's probably HR Hufflepuff. I really himself. want. I, I do want to. You know what I want? It's actually it was my birthday last week. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you know what? This is what I want. I want to don't hassle the Huff. And it's just a picture of the honey badger. You get mad. <laughs> <All right. laughs> like. Like Photoshop that mad honey badger had on top of the badger on the Hufflepuff thing. What, don't, don't hassle the Huff. What's That's amazing what about want. the internet is that that is That's likely something that we could make happen. Or, or a flying car. One of the two. What about a Google Pixel-driven robot? Um, Just don't, don't ask know, it man. to take pictures because the camera fucking breaks. <laughs> That's right. 
Yeah. I guess, well, maybe by now you figured out a way to fix it. There, We're in the future now. There's only two ways to fix it. One of them means I have to send it in and lose my phone for One of them's a bullet. And the other one's a bullet. Uh, 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 but for guys. the phone or for you, I don't what's know. the best way to fix this situation? I, I think we do a fucking apocalypse now. You're on the like road, sir. Russian, Russian roulette. The road. Russian roulette routine where, although knowing it and knowing my phone. The camera, your son is dead. And it it'd point the gun at itself and it'd be about to shoot itself and it'd be like oh I've encountered a fatal error oh man report like report to whom report to that's, that's no like, one that's like if the, the man on the road was fucking Inspector Clouseau like it's just never it's never going right but it's never going right comically God. they're like running into cannibals they're like running into his boss who's mad <laughs> <laughs> or like he trips over something and kills some looters or you know as opposed to just that wave of misery in that book. Occasionally broken up by brief moments of hope. <laughs> like, it's, it's a bunch of hijinks breaking up, broken up by brief moments of hope. I'm loving and then this. Probably he dies at the end. I'm loving this 50, probably everybody dies 50 best end. children's books for despair corner mm-hmm. that we seem to define ourselves in. Um, yeah. Also, a very busy spider, Eric Carl. Mm-hmm. Um, like that spider is a dick. Is it, he really that busy? Well, that's the thing. It? Like everybody's coming like by. That spider's not working a fucking eight-hour job. It's, ba- it's basically like, like that spider ain't working no overtime. Everybody comes by he's and they're just doing like spider shit. Well, you want to hang doing out? Hobbies. Yeah, and he's they, just going to the grocery store and shit. Yeah, yeah. No, he's, that's what spinning webs is. That's going to the grocery store. That, that, that spider's running errands. <laughs> Sorry, it's like I'm, 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 or maybe he's a, is that a farmer? Are spiders farmers? Is that web their farm? And they're like they set it up and then they're like. It's, just gro- it's growing dead bugs for him. We're not dead, like trap bugs. I don't know, but I, I think oh, you're man, onto a, a, a horrifying farmer. side oh, man. Did idea. Did I just have a, a, an amazing philosophical breakthrough right now? <laughs> <laughs> it's Nelson's amazing philosophical breakthrough corner. All right. Uh, how can we apply this practical thought to uh, world peace and ending world hunger? Um, You know... You're really asking me to go deep on this. It just came up with the idea, and you're asking, you're really, you're asking me. Like I just figured out how to hit a hit a ball with a bat, and you're like, now hit a home run. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. Can, it I, may, can I get a, it can I a, a single? It may be a little unfair. Well, since it is uh, marketing corner, I mean, um, and beyond, like maybe the idea is is just is the spider a farmer? It's like, hey, maybe try looking at something in a new way. Yeah, there you go, there you go. It's like uh, when... So maybe when, World Hunger, it's like maybe start looking at food in a new way, you know what I mean? It's like when Jeremy like Farmer maybe. was like, get yourself a farmer, that was his like campaign slogan for mayor, it wasn't, I'm gonna run off with your money. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess if you're taking the direct lessons from the spider farmer, like it's, if you're, for World Hunger, you solve it by everyone, like around where they live, setting up a network of traps, and then when you trap people or animals or whatever, you eat them. You'd learn the lessons of the spider. It's not a great. It's not a great system. It's mm. really. We'll be crea- creating a really, 
a real Mad Maxian dystopia, I think. Of, of you the are strong eating the weak. You, you are on a but, dark, dark path. But, today. I mean, I feel like, and that's why maybe you know what? Maybe I shouldn't. Maybe I shouldn't go through this. Maybe I shouldn't examine. <laughs> yeah, another spider is a maybe farmer. this is not a maybe thought exercise. The, this, maybe is this is not the first domino. A thought exercise the world. for you to have. Oh man, I hate when I'm just thinking about stuff. Why can't you and then, just like the natural progression is always the death of the world? Right. I'm like, ah, oh, I can't. Why can't I just live? Right. Why can't I just have thoughts without them leading to the Earth's destruction? Yeah. Constantly. Yeah. Every goddamn week. Minimum. <laughs> Sometimes it's every day. Sometimes I get like a couple loose days. Like maybe I got a vacation. Right. And I stop thinking as much for a few days. And so I don't hit it every day. Right. But most days. Most days I'm like, oh, that'd be great. Oh, no. They're world destroyed again. Way to go, Nelson. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you really are kind of our our go-to guy for apocalyptic scenarios when it's like, you know, things are too good right now. Who can I talk to that'll bring about the end of civilization as we know? Ah, Nelson. Nelson will do that. Mm -hmm. He's good like that. That's his jam. His post-apocalyptic jam, which will only be good for so long, and there'll be eight of you in one can of jam, and you'll all... Hurt each other. I'm not as good at it as you are. I'm not as good at each other. Y'all hurt each other. And you'll be very impolite trying to eat this jam, but then it wouldn't really be that fulfilling for you anyway. So then you'll be even poutier. And so then, like, you'll start leaving notes to each other, like, hey. Was it a jar of you... jam? Sorry. It was a jar of jam, yeah. Okay. But it's why like a jar of jam and hurt. Yeah, yeah jar of jam and hurt. Okay. And, um,. And you like start leaving notes for each other, like, "Hey, do you need a little extra jam this week? Seems like you took a lot of jam last week." And then somebody will be like, "Hey, this jam knife is dirty. You, you know, if anybody wants to do the dishes around here, that'd be really nice. I feel like I'm the only one." And somebody else will be like, "Fuck you, jam. Fuck you. I'm leaving." And then they'll like leave the shelter, and then there'll be less of you, but the same amount of jam. So that'll actually be good, and you'll all have jam again. <laughs> I'm just, I was just thinking, like, this jar of jam and hurt, like, it sounds like it could be a good Tom Waits song, like, he's just at a diner, and he yeah. needs, he's getting, like, you know, like, he's getting some breakfast, and there's, like, a biscuit, or, like, an English muffin, or some yeah. toast, or something, and he wants some jam, uh-huh. and, like, the jar of jam, they bring him as the jar of jam and hurt, and he's just right. kind of going through, and he's, like, he's, like, you know, he's, he's, he's eating his breakfast, and he's liking his breakfast, but also it hurts him. And, like, he's reliving, like, his past traumas, but he's eating a, a pretty tasty breakfast. Hey, Tom Waits, to let us know if, you, if you're interested in this song. Like, we can totally it's, get this yeah, thing knocked yeah. out. If this you, toast tastes like cinnamon. I was very need, bad to her. We need, I, I was trying to do Tom Waits, and half saying, the time it comes out it sounded like Richard Nixon. That was, it was real Nixon. That was a super Nixon. I'm Tom Waits. Waits, and I did. Why are you trying to, you're trying to like, why are you trying to like shake your jowls? Because, <laughs> because Tom because, Waits, he's got a little bit of a jowl. He, he doesn't shake we'll it as much. He goes, he goes deep. Okay, he yeah. Does, when he's talking, when he's uh-huh. singing, he holds it, man. Uh-huh. He holds it tight when he's singing. Well, I think this is a trick with Tom Waits as Richard Nixon. Like I think we are. Oh, man. I did not touch those women. Like the, that's that's what, not what Richard Nixon did. Is that what, no, <laughs> no, he was fairly good about that. I, as far as we know, I guess right. you know what? Maybe we missed it. It was we still could, a long time ago. Could. I did. I recorded those conversations about the. Uh, I, I don't. I don't know. It's a long time ago. They're mad at him. They don't like him. The hippies. 
It'd be a really good one-man show, though. All right, so here's yeah. the thing. We write the one-man show where we play Nixon, write the song about the jar of jam and, and hurt. I think we can start, we can make a friendship with Tom Waits by, like, feeding him a material. I feel like, I feel like Tom Waits would want to be our friend, especially after I do my impression of him. Uh, I don't know, maybe let's wait until he signs some contracts before you do the, the okay. impression. That's what I, I'm saying. Here's the thing. Let's, like, meet with him, let's wine him and dine him and stuff. Right, like, right. You know, we get a right. couple burgers or something. Yeah. And then, like, get, get get everything written, get inked up. And maybe then the could, next day, like, the first day of work, yeah. you're going to be like, hey, do you want to hear my impression? To that point, if he's like, all right, never mind, then we still got the then we, we still got paid. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Nice, nice. <laughs> Although, I you like, know, in a perfect world, maybe try to wait longer. But if you just got to do it, like, at least <laughs> wait till the fucking dry on the contract. And the piano has been drinking. The Watergate won't tape itself. I went, I ate, yeah, I guess, technically today, but a week ago, in, in time travel nonsense, uh-huh. at that new burger place, that, it's called Burger M, which is a yeah, weird Yeah, yeah, Burger I am, yeah, yeah, you know yeah. I, Because they say it when you go in, I was always like, what is, how do you, what is the name? And then we go in, they say it's Burger M, which is also weird, because there's, there's like these weird trans-dimensional, like, alien things in Marvel Comics called the Gaborum, which uh-huh. is just Burger M, but with the B and the G swapped, basically. Uh-huh. I'm like, that's weird. Is this a front? This is the front for these things, <laughs> uh, but anyway, they were pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I wonder. I wonder. I'm a little put off by the sort of like nouveau. It's a weird because uh, it almost seems like a little bit of their jam. They're trying to do almost like a. Uh, it's like if In and Out and Chipotle had a baby, kind of yeah, in a in a sterile, and, sterile and, and, and room. And some other meats to add yeah. into the mix. Yeah, yeah. It's like they're throwing like some salmon. It's like a, they're throwing like some other stuff. Sports bar fucked a DMV. Yeah, that it'd just be televisions of blankness. Yeah, and that's what it is, kind but of. But burgers too. But with burgers, yeah, yeah. they have like a counter and then t- TVs and then like nothing. No other. It's very. It's a very white, empty room because the yeah. kitchen is very back there, and there's yeah. just a small kind of place where you order. Yeah, and they bring them to you. I I think the DMV would have to be pretty loaded. It's the thing. Like I've never seen a bright DMV. I've never seen yeah. a white DMV. There's right. never a white DMV. Two days after it opens, will be made beige. At, bare minimum. But with, how? With, with age you can't even smoke in them anymore. <laughs> no, it's like, but they're all it's just, that's, that's just, just, just that's just jam and hurt in there. Yeah. That's like, the, that's just You know, pain. I will give you, because it's got like a wall of windows because it's in a strip mall, like the new Lawrence DMV is kind of bright these days. Right. It's just kind of, yeah. I mean, I just... If you have sure. uh, any thoughts on how a DMV turned so yellow so fast, please. I just remember the, like where I got my life back east. There was a much bigger DMV, but it was real beigey and orangish. I think inside there, yeah, it was big. It's kind of like a library, but yeah, where everyone wants to kill themselves. Yeah, it looks like uh, it's like the shade of yellow of like the glasses of your mm-hmm. your high school civics teacher who chain smoked all the time. I think my high school civics teacher actually had pretty, pretty regular glasses. She was a real take charge lady, <laughs> Mrs. McCollum. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She was a real. You don't know her. <laughs> you don't know her. <laughs> I think that was her name. That's she fair. Did, she didn't take any shit. There you go. And she taught us civics. And, uh, and I feel like I learned them pretty well. Now, well, you were the one who knew that Nixon didn't didn't diddle ladies. 
As far as we know. As I mean, I'm going to put it past him. <laughs> he hey, you know. It. We didn't catch him. We didn't. <laughs> we caught him in a bunch of stuff. And we can't build this thing together. <laughs> Nothing is forever. Nothing's going to stop us now. That's the song and that played in the helicopter as he flew away from the White another, House. We'll still have each other. Richard Nixon loves Nothing's Starship. Nothing's going to stop us. Nothing's going to stop us. <laughs> now. Double Deuce. This has been Double Deuce Podcast. If you thought the intro sounded bad, this outro sounds even worse. Thank you for listening to the Double Deuce Podcast. We'd love it if you wanted to get a hold of us and let us know what you thought. You can reach us at DoubleDeucePod at gmail.com. Catch us on Twitter at DoubleDeucePod or Facebook, Double Deuce Podcast. Yeah, and also you should uh, subscribe and you should rate and review and things. I hear that's good stuff to do, and it makes us feel good. And on the inside. Yep, and the outside. Both. I was walking with a limp, and then Rob Schulte left us uh, a nice review one time, and then my leg was healed. I threw my crutches to the ground, and I was healed because of your love. Give me your love. I need to eat your love and grow strong. Double deuce. <laughs>